You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Monday, still not back to five days a week, though we are getting closer to that. We'll have a couple of podcasts this week for you um, after taking the last week off because things are starting to move, and that means we're getting towards training camp. We've got some additions and changes to the Pelicans coaching staff that we'll dive into, someone that had been kind of in a long time coming here this offseason. We're going to be talking headbands as well since the Kung Fu headband is banned right now, which is pretty stupid overall. And we'll talk about some other news and updates from your New Orleans Pelicans. So let's dive into everything in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So the Pelicans officially announced some coaching staff changes for this coming season now with Jeff Bizdelic joining head coach Alvin Gentry, Chris Finch. You're seeing Jamel McMillan come back after spending a year with the Phoenix Suns, along with Fred Vinson getting elevated, Joy Bolin getting elevated, and Michael Ruffin getting elevated to be bench coaches as well. We'll go into some of those departures in the next segment, departures and additions in the next segment, because this is a big shift up of the staff. I think the biggest thing here, the biggest name here though, is Jeff Bizdelic and what he brings to the team, what he can do. Um, this is a very exciting hire. This is a guy who had previously been with the Houston Rockets, really turning their defense around. They were one of the worst in the league till he came in, jumped him to about middle of the pack. And then the year that they lost to the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, that's a guy who took them to the sixth best defense during that stretch. He had been linked to the Pelicans earlier this summer, but these things sometimes take time. They don't tend to announce these till maybe about a month or so before training camp, and that's why you're starting to hear everything now come out about it. People have been asking me a lot about this, being like, is it happening? Is it not? It's official now. You no longer need to worry. So Bizdella comes in and basically replaces Darren Ehrman. This is an upgrade, I think, based on what we saw from Ehrman here with the team, a guy who really just couldn't get the defense going. Some of that's due to injury, some of that's due to the players, but overall, the results weren't good. And if you're the associate head coach, which Ehrman was in charge of the defense, well, you're kind of, you know, graded on the results and they weren't there. Excuses be damned. Bizdelic's going to come in and be charged with the same task. He's officially an associate head coach, along with Chris Finch being an associate head coach. So they're both kind of the second in command, basically offensive and defensive coordinators. Bizdelic is a guy who gets a lot of players buy-in and has sound defensive principles in a high-powered offense. And I think that's something to keep in mind. After a shot's made coaching these guys, teaching these guys to get back and get set on defense, after a three-pointer's ripped, and we know that Houston shot a lot of them, immediately getting back and getting ready to defend, because if it doesn't go in, that's a long rebound that is an easy way to start a fast break for the opponent. So teaching guys how to get back, how to coach kind of within this system in a high-powered offense, I think is a benefit to this team. 
He's a culture-driven guy that's really going to work with all of the young players on this roster to set sound defensive principles. This guy who's a little bit up there in age maybe is looking towards retirement. He already had retired once, and they had to kind of coax him out of retirement to come back to the Houston Rockets. So I don't know if this is going to be a guy who's going to be here five, six, seven years. But if you get him for one year, two years, and he can teach Zion Williamson sound defensive principles, same thing for Jackson Hayes, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Didi Silva, who we haven't even talked about about this summer, but was playing on the Brazilian national team. I think that's a good thing. That's kind of why you bring this guy in. He fits kind of everything they're building, fits the culture, fits the type of defense they want to run, which also has to do with the type of offense that they want to run. You need all of that to kind of work together. Bizdelic's the guy that's capable of doing that. He's a big preparation guy too. A lot of time in the film room, really prepping for the next opponent. And again, being able to pass those traits on to some of these younger guys, I think is a big thing. I think that was also a failing of Darren Ehrman. Heard a lot of stories coming out of the Pelicans facility of his maybe lack of preparation and to see him move on was really no surprise. There was a lot of high expectations for him when he stepped into the organization, but it very clearly didn't work out. Bizdelic's going to come in and maybe kind of right the ship a little bit from that defensive side, that preparation side, and really teach these young guys. In terms of defensive principles, this is a guy that kind of seems to understand based on his interviews that once you get into the NBA playoffs, the game slows down. You can't run and score as many points as you were able to maybe during the regular season. And that's where your defense really needs to come together. Preaches team defense. It takes all five guys, he says, to get a stop. I think that's kind of what you want to see. Getting the buy-in for the players to defend at the level they need to to exert that energy is not always easy. We saw for years that James Harden didn't want to defend. And then Bizdelic comes in, and he at least tried more than he had before. I'm not going to say he was a good defender. He might have been an adequate defender at best. But you know what? That effort wasn't always there for him, and it was with Bizdelic on the coaching staff. That's big. Getting Zion to defend like that on a night-in, night-out basis I think is very big. So this is a great move to have him come in, and I think he kind of understands what you need to do to get stops, really believes in all of that. And so I think that's a real big thing. I think that's what you're going to kind of see him come in and do. And hopefully he sticks around long enough to really instill the principles in these guys. So before we get to the other additions and I guess subtractions from the coaching staff, do you have a problem finding a workout that keeps you engaged? Peloton is an immersive cardio experience with real-time features that will always keep you coming back. You're not going to be bored. It's not going to be the same thing every day. Peloton's the way to go. Get $100 off accessories when you purchase the Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout in the comfort of your own home. Go to 1onepeloton.com and use the promo code LOCKED to get started. So other additions and subtractions to the Pelicans coaching staff, big one being, which is not really an addition or subtraction, I guess, I misled you there with that tease, it's that Chris Finch is being also promoted to being an associate head coach. That was Darren Ehrman's title. It probably pays a little bit more for Chris Finch, maybe just a little bit more incentive to keep him here because we know the Golden, uh, not the Golden State Warriors, the Toronto Raptors had interest in hiring him at one point to be either an assistant or the head coach, I forget, the uh, Charlotte Hornets wanted to interview him for their head coaching job as well. You're not going to let him leave for a... Um 
lateral move, but maybe for a head coaching job, certainly you would. Um, and this maybe just makes it a little bit tougher for other teams to try and hire him, or if he doesn't feel it's the right opportunity, it'll keep him here. Jamel McMillan's coming back after spending one year with the Phoenix Suns and the kind of turmoil they went through there. Very cool to see him back. He did a lot of work with Drew Holiday, I think is one of the big reasons for a lot of the success Drew has seen the past couple of years. Does a lot of work with the guards. You'll see him working with the Keel Alexander Walker, I would assume, alongside a guy like Frank Jackson as well. So he's back in the fold, a familiar name, a guy that's very popular in the locker room and kind of one of those young upcoming coaches throughout the league. Fred Vincent being promoted, he's been with the team for a number of years now. Joe, Joe Boylan has been with the team for about a year or so after being with the Memphis Grizzlies before. He's going to be on the bench now along with Michael Ruffin, who's worked with the bigs as well as a player developer. Both those two guys, assistant coaches and working on player development. A couple names here you're not seeing, which we mentioned earlier, was Darren Ehrman. I think this is a positive for the franchise that he's no longer here. But also the big one maybe being Kevin Hansen. Kevin Hansen had worked with, uh, not Alvin Gentry, he'd been on the staff with Alvin Gentry, also with Monty Williams, but was really primarily involved with the development of Anthony Davis. We all know how good AD can be, and he kind of directly relates that to Kevin Hansen at times. So he's going to be going up to Minnesota to work with Carl Anthony Towns and the Timberwolves. That's a loss, to be honest. That's a pretty significant loss, I think, for the team with a new young big man coming in that could use some development and a coach like Kevin Hansen to kind of bring him along on maybe a similar trajectory to what Anthony Davis went through. Mike Penberthy has also gone to the Los Angeles Lakers, formerly the shooting coach here with New Orleans. Um, kind of been promoted midseason to being a bench coach when you hadn't really seen him before. He'll be over there in LA going with AD. I don't think they're tied together. I think it was just he's a former Laker. Made a lot of sense maybe for them to hire him after his time here. So those are the other changes. Again, the big one really being that Jamel McMillan's coming back and that Kevin Hansen is gone to the Minnesota Timberwolves. So good and bad, but this is a bit of a different staff than what we've had here before. So you've got head coach Alvin Gentry, associate head coaches Jeff Bizdelic with the defense, Chris Finch with the offense, assistant coaches Jamel McMillan, Fred Vinson, and assistant coaches slash player development Joe, Joe Boylan and Michael Ruffin. So before we talk about headbands and how absolutely dumb this rule is that the NBA is putting in, but what, I mean, who cares? It's not the end of the world. Don't forget to subscribe to the Locked On Pelicans podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. We're going to be here during the regular season, Monday through Friday, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. You're excited about Zion. I'm excited about Zion. Your friends are excited about Zion and the new era that we're in with Pelicans basketball. Keep up to date with absolutely everything going on with the team with the Locked On Pelicans podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. All right, as we wrap up today's edition of Locked On Pelicans, ninja headbands are gone, and I hate this because everyone loved Kung Fu Drew, and now he's not going to be able to wear this any longer. By the way, the all-headband team in the NBA last year, which consisted of basically Drew Holiday, Jimmy Butler, uh, DeAndre Jordan are the three. I'm thinking of Montrez Harrell as well, and there's one more, there's one or two more, would be a very good roster in the NBA, and I wonder if you 
tried to build out that team as much, would they be a title contender or not? And I wonder if it could be. The all-left-handed team in the NBA, I think if they're in the Eastern Conference, is absolutely a title contender, at least coming from that division. But besides the point, they're banning them, saying it's player safety. There were no real regulations with it. They could be longer. They could be shorter. This is kind of dumb. I think the big thing here is that they didn't have like the Nike swoosh on them. Nike wants to kind of brand these and sell these more so than they were before. It's pretty disappointing. I believe Drew Holiday may have been the first guy to kind of bring this in, wearing it in preseason of last year. He's going to have to find a different headband to wear. I would not be shocked that after this, if the uh, league brings them back, Nike makes an official one that's kind of a little bit more uniform, and they then sell a ton of these team-branded headbands or what have you, because I think universally, these were kind of loved by fans. There's no real reason to get rid of them. No one had an issue where it hits someone in the eye or anything like that. I wonder if they're worried that if a guy falls down and hits the back of his head, and there's kind of like the lump where the tie was with these headbands, that maybe that can cause some injury but again none of that happened this is either them being just stupidly cautious or they want to make more money maybe some sort of combination of both not really sure disappointing to see this would have been very cool to have um, back with Drew Holiday maybe it unlocked his powers who knows Uh, but he won't be wearing it next year Uh, LeBron, by the way, didn't wear one of these, but was photoshopped in one and seemed like he liked it, but didn't end up wearing it during the regular season. So I don't know how this is going to go next year, what Drew Holiday is going to do. Drew also likes to change his hairstyle a lot throughout the regular season. But this is dumb. All the fans liked him. So give the people what they want, which is the ninja headbands. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. Going to have other podcasts this week talking about all the topics you want to hear. So again, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all next time. 